Shit We've Read is a proud member of Bilo Network, a network of geeky podcasts. Please visit shitweavered.com to support the show. Now, let's talk about some books. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of 2024 with Shit We've Read. I'm very excited to be back and uh, discussing The Road to Roswell by Connie Willis. Uh, discussing that with me are going to be my co-hosts. Uh, I have Jason Rico here. Hello. Hi. Happy New Year. How's it going, Laura? Happy New Year. Good. It's it's going all right so far. <laughs> uh, next, we have Bella. How's it going? Good. I'm ready to talk about more books this year. I'm yeah. excited. Always, always going to talk about books. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a returning guest host. Uh, he was previously on the discussions for the Space Between Worlds and the Kaiju Preservation Society. You also know him from various podcasts on the Bilo Network, including the latest series God's Watch, which is also co-hosted by Emma Skies, our After Dark co-host. Uh, welcome back to the show, Sir Aaron Carter. Hey, hey, Woo! how you doing? That's me. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me back. Uh, and for the first back. show of 2024. Wow. I feel, I feel special. You're very special. special. No, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, we're, we're very excited to have you back. We were trying to find like the right episode and we were excited to have you with us for this one. Trying to find the right. I, I, can I uh, ask to show work? What, what was trying to find the right episode for me? What was what did that entail? I have a spreadsheet to show you later. <laughs> I, got, I have notes. Way to go, Laura. Way to, Look, way to freeze when up we, when we under pressure. The conversations from your other episodes, we were like, maybe we should find something different. <laughs> wow. Honestly, well, okay. if, I could, if I could do a little peek be- behind the curtain and, and reveal yeah. a little bit of, of the thought process, uh, we found out through a little birdie after our last recording that you, you perhaps weren't the most forthcoming with your opinions about that book uh yeah i know and i had a, I had a little i had a little uh little talk with that birdie for sure uh, for sure and so uh, and so about, some of us yes yeah, yeah, some of us thought we needed to do maybe a redo of uh something similar uh but maybe a little different to to see how you react to this one um yeah yeah so that that was part of that the thought process i i'll say this about my previous, um, because I, I'd like to consider myself a, um, a gentle person. For sure. So I don't tend to, um, give the, the hard truth, uh, about, um, certain things, um, like a brick through a window, you know? So I, I, you know, that that's that's how I approach certain things. In 2024, we're going to get off that. Hey. We're going to go straight, uh, straight hardcore on on things. So okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. Nice. We're very excited too. Um, do we want to talk about God's Watch now or? Oh yeah, no, that, yeah. So um, God's Watch, if uh, you haven't listened to it by now. Um, is a podcast that uh, Emma Skies and I do about uh, Perseus Jackson uh, and the Jackson Five. Um, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't it, realize mm-hmm. they were related. Continue. Yeah, it, it's a, mm-hmm. it's an interesting, interesting, uh, you know, story. Actually, it's so it's, you know Percy Jackson and the um, Olympians. I don't know the the. I am really unfamiliar with the series. She's read the books. She's you know so she's more familiar with it. My knowledge of the series is from a bad video game from the movie I think that came out a long time ago. I did not know that existed. I was at, yeah, yeah like, I, I was working at GameStop. Interesting. Oh. So that's all I know. So I'm going into it. If you've listened to any of the Watch series, from you know Dust Watch to um, you know the other ones, uh, <laughs> we. <laughs> I, I go in blind. She goes in knowledgeable, and we we have a discussion afterwards. I feel like um, this one is more because we've already watched four episodes, and without spoiling, uh, I think this is I think this is our first um, teen. I think you would you would call it what what's the what's the genre for that age of like. This would be middle, middle grade. Middle grade. Middle grade. Yeah. I think this is our first middle grade one. I think this is our first middle grade one. Because hmm. I don't I don't know if his dark materials is middle grade. Is that like mm-hmm. elementary, maybe? That's that might question. I don't know. That might still be middle grade. It okay. might be like in in the middle kind of between the two. It's like middle. Uh, well, then forget everything I said. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just gonna uh, do uh yeah. So yeah. Well, uh, listen, watch along. Listen. We like people to watch, listen, watch, listen type situation. It's a fun time for everybody. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to to listen to it. I was waiting, waiting for you guys to start releasing the episodes so that I can go back and forth like that. Yeah, it's it's a fun time. Um, I think it's the the, the Bilo Watch series. They've done Grisha Watch. Which we talk about like Shadow and Bone. They've done oh, Gus yeah, Watch. That's, yeah, yeah. Gus Watch. We yeah. talk about Sweet Tooth. Dust Watch, which is um, Golden Compass, and then or his Dark Materials, and then uh, now this one, I believe. And it's fun whether you're a fan of the source material books or you're coming in blind. You get both perspectives, so there's something for everybody. Um, and yeah. so it's really fun to to hear you, you and Emma kind of go back and forth, and, and you ask a lot of questions, and Emma does her best to answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to to go through the rest of these episodes too. And then like any other future ones, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know, Twilight. I don't know anything about that one. Um, <laughs> That's insane to geez. me. How? Well, why, the possibilities are I endless. Mean, so many yeah, series yeah, you can do. It's endless, yes. <laughs> I mean. I just know they sparkle. That's all I know. That's because of the memes. That's, that's, that's pretty, that's a pretty critical detail. So, you know, you know a lot. Given that you say you know, you don't need much more. Mm. Okay, so sparkling vampires, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. Well, before we jump into our conversation about the road to Roswell, I wanted to ask you guys really quickly: What is um, the other shit we're reading? Aaron, what else are you reading right now? Oh, he's gonna throw me on the spot before I get my Goodreads up. (laughs) (laughs) I can skip you if you need to. No, that's fine. I, I I literally have been I've been um, kind of heads down reading lately. So 2024 have started off as uh, Sanderson, Brandon Sanderson. Oh, okay. Been reading a lot of his stuff. So I just finished uh, Words of Radiance um, in the Stormlight Archive. 
Love that book. That was good. Uh, went from Words to Radiance to Star Star Sight, which is the second book in Skyward from Brandon Sanderson. Mm-hmm. Um, just today, I finished Sunreach, which is the two point one. So it's a little novella in between for the Skyward series. Um, so it's been Sanderson like like crazy. Um, nice. And then, it's- of course, you know the book we talked about today. But yeah, it's 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 Sanderson. He's a good writer. I'm a I'm a really big fan of the Skyward books. Um, I am too. Thanks yeah, to I'm thanks really... to Rico. <laughs> I think that's the book that got me out of like back into reading. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so it's it's really good. He's he's good. I think um, I think at times I sometimes feel like. All right, you're, you're, you're saying too much. Maybe it's the words of I mean, the uh, Stormlight Archive stuff. Um, but I'm like, you're, you're, I love all this stuff. Like, it's good. I hear you. Everything you're saying is good. There's a lot of it. It's like a lot of good food type of situation. It's like, I'm not going to eat all of this, but like, you know, it's. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and I just, oh, and uh, Yumi and the uh, Painter. If you've never read that one, or Yumi and the Nightmare Painter, if you've never read that, book i suggest that it's another brandon sanderson by the way <laughs> um how many books just, has he written but that, that one a is a standalone lot. so that's that's easier to get. yeah it's a standalone but apparently it's uh, no not even apparently it is in his cosmere though yeah 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 it's um he's written a lot of books he's written a yeah. lot of books 71 according to the internet 32 novels 17 novellas and 11 short stories yeah, that, sorry, that it was right here. Happening, but it's a beautiful. Cover. I would suggest oh, it. Yes, yeah, I've heard I, about this. I would definitely. I this is the first. No, not the first book. It's like um, one of the only books that I listened to the audiobook and then immediately ran out and bought the hardcover copy because this was a great, great book. Nice. Um, fun fact: not that edition, which is the more like traditional one but the from his kickstarter editions the artist for that book is the daughter of my ex-girlfriend's co-worker wow daughter wow yeah it's a long way off guys but you can catch up yeah 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 yeah. i'll I'll upload the map it will get there but yeah but uh she reached out her her and the co-worker were talking about sci-fi fantasy books and uh her co-worker mentioned that her his daughter did artwork for this and she reached out to me and I'm pretty sure you probably know who this author is, right? I'm like, I absolutely know who this author is. I don't know which book oh, that yeah. is. And and it is perhaps my favorite art of the four. Um so oh, I was yeah. very it's... I was very uh excited to know that my degrees of separation are really only like three, two, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're basically <laughs> best friends with with the Brandon Sanderson. I, I could probably just set him up. Basically probably... basically. Yeah. So, First yeah. name oh, wait, are you Rico, are you a anime fan or manga fan? Do you I am partake? not. No. no, I do not. Oh, okay. No. Because yeah, that's I, the like that's that's the vibe it. I get wow. from that. Yeah, that, for sure. That is the big vibe I get from Yumi and the Nightmare Painter. That's why I loved it. I think so much. So yeah, if yeah. you are out there, go get it. <laughs> I, I agree. All right, Jason, what are you reading right now? 
Uh, I er, just earlier today I finished the last book in the Heroes of Olympus series by Rick Riordan. Uh, that is the spinoff series to Percy Jackson's and the Olympians, which uh, we already oh, wow. mentioned. Yeah, so just coincidentally. Um, and the reason I wanted to read that is because uh, he just released a book last year that is a sequel to both Percy Jackson and the Heroes of Olympus. Mm-hmm. Um, those kind of dove- dovetailing. Um, I had only read Percy Jackson previously in the past, so I felt like I needed to get caught up with Heroes of Olympus to read the next book. And so mm-hmm. I have now done that homework, and so now I can finally move on to the next book. And uh, yeah, that's what I just finished reading earlier today. Nice. Uh, what about you, Bella? Um, kind of in the same vein of Rico to the point where I thought his note was my note um, because I've been <laughs> reading the Percy Jackson, the Olympians series. So the original, the, the one the show is based on and the old movies, which according to Father Rick, we don't acknowledge. We ignore them. We are retconning wow. the movies. He was like, normalize ignoring bad movie adaptations. And I was like... Thank you. I agree. Um, So yeah, I've been reading the book. So I just finished Lightning Thief today, actually. Um, And so moving on to Sea of Monsters next. It's been really fun reading these books as an adult because they're still they're still really fun. Like there's so much nostalgia. But like, I'm also like, wow, these these were written for 12 year olds. Like, it's so funny just to think like, I don't know, when you're a kid, this was like the best book I'd ever written. And now I'm an adult. I'm like, it's still really, really good. But yeah, I was definitely a kid when I first read that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it still hits home. And I love the TV series. And Rick Royden's such a good author. I mean, I couldn't read a lot of books that I read as a kid nowadays. Like there are very few books that still hold up the test yeah. of time um, and remain unproblematic as an author. So I appreciate that about him. I hope that continues and I don't have to eat my words in like six months. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's been a good time. Um, nice. Lots of nostalgia. And it's fun watching the show at the same time and like comparing the book and the 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 TV show. Um, I'm not on a podcast about it, but um, <laughs> I could be. I, I've read them now. I'm familiar with the content. <laughs> It's it's funny to know that I know someone who read him as a kid because I definitely read Percy Jackson when I was twenty nine. Um, oh, I was a full grown. Yeah, we're from different generations, so <laughs> that the math math on that one. Um, I and I definitely read them when I like they were a little young for my age, but they were so good. Like I think I read them when I was like fourteen. Um, this when the first one right. came out. Um, but my like sister and her friend, my sister's like two years younger than me. So maybe I was actually like 13. Um, so she was in elementary school still. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. I'm going to read this. And I read them all in like a week, I think, especially as a kid. You're just like, I've got time. So mm-hmm. that's what I did. With my time. I do want to clarify. I was not 29 when the books came out. Just just I read them <laughs> later. That, that I just want to clarify. I w- I'm, not that, I'm not that old. Don't believe him, folks. Don't believe him. Anyhow, it's uh, Laura. What uh, what are you reading? Uh, I am reading something completely different. Um, <laughs> I, I I am reading uh, Goldilocks by Laura Lamb, or also known as L. R. Lamb. Um, it's described as for 
readers of The Martian and The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, it's basically the Earth is an environmental collapse, nothing new, uh, <laughs> but a team of women um, basically steal a spaceship to go and explore um, an experiment on this distant planet to see if they can make it habitable. I, I, I'm about 30% through so far and I can't decide if I like it or not. <laughs> I like, okay. the, I like the concept of it. Mm. Uh, but just, it's, it's just not very engaging and it's kind of boring sometimes. And so I keep reading like maybe something more is going to happen because it, because it, I think the the synopsis mentioned something like uh, during their trip, like they uncover ho- these horrors or something like that. Like it implies that these really terrible things happen on this journey. The introduction implies it, um, and I was kind of excited because it it goes back and forth between the journey and then the timeline leading up to it. So that itself reminded me of Project Hail Mary. So I was kind of excited to see like how things connect. Uh but it's just it's it just hasn't really caught my attention yet. So I don't know. Maybe I'll give it to 50% and see how I feel then. <laughs> um I want you to check in list. with me. What was that? When you when I want you to I want you to let me know what you think of it when you get to your 50% mark or you finish it cuz I, okay. I I have did thoughts on it. Did you read it? I did read it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been on my list for a few years now, and I've I've been going through my ebook TBR, all the books that I've already bought. So I was like, just picking things at random, and that was the one I picked for this time. I was like, it's been here for forever. I should probably read it. But yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, all right, let's jump into our conversation about the book. Um, it is again the Road to Roswell by Connie Willis. It is a science fiction romantic comedy that was published June 27th of 2023. So it's a fairly new book. Um, I'm going to pick on Jason to read the synopsis for us. Sure, I can do that. All right. The synopsis off of Goodreads is... When level-headed Francie arrives in Roswell, New Mexico for her college roommate's UFO-themed wedding, complete with a true believer bridegroom, she can't help but roll her eyes at all the wide-eyed talk of aliens, which obviously don't exist. Imagine her surprise then when she is abducted by one. Otter still, her abductor is far from what the popular media have led her to expect, with a body like a tumbleweed and a mass of lightning-fast tentacles. Nor is Francie the only victim of the alien's abduction spree. Before long, he has acquired a charming conman named Wade, a sweet little old lady with a casino addiction, a retiree with a huge RV and a love for old westerns, and a UFO-chasing nutjob who is thoroughly convinced that Alien intends to probe them and or take over the planet. But the more Francie gets to know the Alien, the more convinced she becomes that he's not an invader, that he's in trouble and she has to help him, only she doesn't know how or even what the trouble is. Can Francie, stuck in a neon green bridesmaid's dress, save the world? And still make it back for the wedding. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, okay, before we get into spoilers, let, let's do our non-spoiler first impressions. Aaron, because you are our guest host, would you like to go first? Uh, non-spoiler first impression. 
Um, I'm going to say it's good to put you to sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is, wow. It is a uh, drag on <laughs> pop culture reference filled conspiracy theorist exposition on the highest level. <laughs> and I could not care any less about 90% of the characters in this, this whole thing. Uh, and I feel like the character Indy uh, had more personality than the rest of the crew. Okay. First and okay. there you go. Okay. There we go. Okay. All right. Look, uh, we asked for honesty and we got it. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I have notes, by the way, to back up everything. I, I, I oh, wrote notes. Can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, so you, I have you, you really recovered from your last appearance. Well, I, I'll also say this. In between the last time that you guys had me on for, I've read a, a lot more books. Mm. Maybe 50 more books in between the last time you guys... Uh, had me on the show mm -hmm. so I, I think my experience with stories now and I've also kind of even written a book in between <laughs> so hey. like there's there's my experience with the books and storytelling and like some beats now it's more uh what's the word it's it's more prominent to me whenever I'm reading something if it's really really bad mm -hmm. and yeah. this kind of jumped out at me as like, oh man, I'm I'm sorry. The only thing I felt bad for is when I looked up the author and I was like, I don't want to, you know, rail on grandma. Like this is kind of <laughs> this kind of feels like I'm going to, you know, a, a wow. retirement home and just lifting wheelchairs up and oh, wow. you know, <laughs> but it has to be done. But Someone it has gotta. to be done. Must be done. Because yeah, the the writing was just it was just slow, and uh, yeah, no, I I couldn't I couldn't get down. I, I'll, I'll go into it further, but that's the first. Yes, it was very okay. slow, and I didn't like it at all for that. Okay. All right, Bella. I'm kind of on Aaron's team here. This book did not do anything for me. Um, at first I was really, so I kind of went into it blind. Like I did not look up what this book was about um, other than the title Road to Roswell. I knew it had to do with aliens and Roswell, New Mexico. So like that was pretty obvious. Surprised to find that it like starts off with somebody going to somebody's wedding. And I was like, oh, did we get a rom-com in here? So I was excited. I was like, okay, maybe I can read this book. And then I just find, I found myself just not liking Francie very much. Like, she's kind of annoying. <laughs> Just purely, like, one-dimensional. I didn't find... I hate communication as a conflict, and that is, like, the whole center of this book is miscommunication between the humans because they're all... They all have different opinions about what's going on. People are keeping secrets. Everyone's got their own shit going on. That's why they're in the desert in New Mexico. But then also between them and the alien and that just, like, gets better, but it's still really fucking frustrating because you're like, can I just know where you want to go? Where do you want to go? 
could we could we learn enough of each other to like understand like what this I don't know. I just felt like it was still really crazy by the end, even though they spent all this time together and like did kind of work out a system. But anyways, um, that's a little bit more into the book. But yeah, it just didn't do a lot for me. I was bored. I felt like the the comedy was pretty like I don't easy. I don't mm-hmm. I don't even know. There's there's a different word for it. Cheesy. There's another four-letter word I can think about. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. It was shit. That's a good it... one. Lame. Lame. Uh, this is yours. I don't want to... <laughs> yeah, I just... <laughs> like, it wasn't funny to me. I don't know. Like, it just was not my cup of tea. I don't think it was poorly written. I just don't... I really just don't think it was my cup of tea. And I'm kind of like you, Aaron, where I was like, oh, this author is, like, well-known for being a good writer. Like, I feel bad being like ooh, i like it but i did not like it so but not because it was sci-fi so i'll give it that like it's not that i didn't like it because it was sci-fi i didn't like it okay i just didn't like i think there were things that could have worked better that i'll have to talk about in the spoiler part okay uh jason well we are already oh for two um i thought this book was fine um, I don't entirely disagree with uh, Aaron or Bella. Um, I thought it was really easy to get through. Like it went pretty quick. Um, I finished it pretty quickly. It's it's not it's not a very difficult book, but it wasn't super engaging. Like Bella said, it was. I don't think it was poorly written. It just wasn't for me. This book is very heavy on dialogue and inter-character like relationships and sometimes books that rely heavily on that are just kind of a struggle for me i I much more care about like what the plot is and when it's happening and this book i really i felt like didn't really have a plot it was you get abducted you just kidnap people kidnap people kidnap people drive around the end is like what was actually the point of this book and even when you know you get you get the the resolution at the end is like okay i guess that that is a way to end the book for sure not the way i think i would have wanted this book to end but if i can maybe throw in some good things uh, i did like indy as a main character and this book was surprising in in that um i felt like it it's just kind of like a love letter to at least that was kind of my takeaway of love letter to to things that people enjoy yeah um in one way shape or another like 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 people have i don't, I don't want to say specifically what that what that is we'll save that for spoilers but like people consume entertainment and hobbies in different ways and we all have a relationship with that and so i felt like it was kind of I don't know, it kind of touched upon the way we have these relationships with things that surprised me. Um, and maybe this is me pulling way out of, like, way more out of it than is actually there because I needed something to sink my teeth into. Um, <laughs> but that did that was a surprise for me that I actually enjoyed. So, and I'll, I'll say more in the spoilers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Laura, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm honestly, I... I enjoyed this book a lot. Uh, I I did not 
I have read the synopsis, but I forgot it by the time I was reading it, and I didn't bother to read it again. It's very fair. So I didn't know what I was getting other than I remember it sounded like kind of a fun, maybe quirky story. Overall, I really enjoyed it. It was just kind of it was just kind of fun and frivolous. I do agree though that there there were times that were really boring or I don't know, some scenes were over dramatic or mm-hmm. too long. But I I so I mostly listened to the audiobook and so I think maybe the narrator and how she did different the different voices or you know she kind of uh the way she portrays some of the feelings through their dialogue that kind of thing I think that maybe helped me enjoy it a little bit more sometimes but you know there definitely were some flaws uh, there were things the the way with the way it was written. Sometimes I'd be like, I don't know why it's worded like that, or why did why is this detail here? Do, this doesn't matter. But I tried to look past that because I am not a writer, so I was like, they're trying. She's trying to to communicate something to us. But yeah, I like I said, I enjoyed it, <laughs> and other people on the internet enjoyed it too. Oh yeah. Which baffles me. <laughs> when I went and looked at the reviews for other people, I was like, are we all on crazy pills? Or that's or, you know what? I have I don't trust the internet's opinion anymore. That's what I've no. learned through my after dark picks. And, and that's, that's a good take. Yep. That's a it's a good take. I but I also feel like the the internet was like, I'm not about to roast grandma i'm not gonna get any cookies this christmas like that's what i feel like happened because i if you go look at the goodreads on on this book and you see the author's picture right there Mm -hmm. it might make you give her an extra star when (laughs) this shouldn't get it i'm sorry (laughs) connie connie will be all right connie willis will be all right just let her know this is this is are we are we on spoiler territory now? I'm sorry, I don't want to jump well, the gun. That I think that's a good transition. We can yeah, we can we can jump to spoilers. Hey book lovers, Laura and Jason here. We wanted to pop in here for a couple of quick new year updates. Jason, would you like to share the first one? Yes, I would. Uh, I am super excited to announce that we finally have a merch store. Woo-hoo! This is something that we've been working towards for a while. We've been wanting it for as long as I can remember, and we're excited to finally have it up and running. It's going to be a fun way for you to support us, but also to you know represent us out in the streets if you are so inclined. Um, we're still adding some new merch in the coming months, but right now you can find some shirts, hoodies, tote bags, throw pillows, and more in both the classic shit we've read blue, but also in some after dark designs. So you can rep either or or both, whatever you want. Um, But yeah, super excited to have that up and running and finally announce that. Uh, Laura, I think you have another announcement for us. Yes, I am so excited to share. We are officially a bookshop.org affiliate. Um, so for anyone who, who isn't sure what that is, um, bookshop.org is a website that lets you buy books while also supporting your favorite bookshops and related affiliates. Uh, so you can 
go to our page and you'll see all of our books conveniently categorized by season and then also a separate after dark list. And then you can also support us by using our link to order any other books that may not be on our page as well. So um, pretty exciting way to still get your books and support your favorite podcast. Absolutely. You can find the links to both our bookshop.org affiliate page as well as our merchandise store on our website at shitweread.com as well as on our social media. So keep an eye out for both of those. Uh, Thank you so much for listening and for your continued support. Seriously, it means the world to us. Now let's get back to our episode. Hey. If anybody listening wants to read the book before we get into spoilers, pause here and come back. Or keep listening listening and I can save you 14 hours. That'd be, that would be the smart thing to do, in my opinion. But yeah. who am I? I'm just a person, you know? I, I will say I went to, I did listen to the audiobook, um, but I started with the ebook and was very disappointed to see it was a 14 hour audiobook. I was like, 14, no. What are we doing for 14 hours? I was like, what kind of, this book seems lighthearted. I was like, it's got to be short. I don't think I looked at the, cause I have a Kindle and it just tells me like percentage. So I didn't see like the page number until I looked at the audiobook and was like 14 hours. How many pages is this book? Are you kidding me? Like this is supposed to be like campy rom-com fun. What the fuck about 14 hours? So no. also, and we'll get into, cause I feel like the romance or the rom oh, yeah. was, was shoehorned in at yeah. the last minute. Yeah. And, I let's start there. Let's start there. I felt more romance between her, Francie and Indy, the alien than I did between her and Wade. Uh, that's that's definitely correct. There was no there was no romance. I actually thought this was an accidental after dark pick. I was like, tentacles, the tentacles? Are you gonna love it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember reading that. Rom- I was going to hate this. It's a rom com. Did Rico pick this book? Like I, I legitimately I was like, no, this is this is this is an appropriate book. I'm just confused. There's tentacles, and I'm feeling a vibe between Francie and the alien. She seems to really like when he tightens up on her. I don't know. Uh, and he, he did a lot of that. <laughs> I he did, did not, not see that, that as romance. I saw that as a child not knowing how to communicate to their mother. Oh, that's really funny. Oh, yeah, I never got any. <laughs> like, India sometimes, he would, cause he would get angry and, and frustrated that she didn't understand him. I totally understand seeing India as a child. Yeah. I don't see their relationship being a mother-child, but that's, like, I think that's to each their own. That's, like, a perspective I didn't have, but I could see it once you point it out, I guess. But I did see the child. Like, that's also where I was like, okay, so clearly they're not a thing, but, like, weird vibes. This author's into tentacles. I don't, I don't mind. Like <laughs> I don't mind that there's a romance with Wade between Francie and Wade. I just didn't see it coming because it, it wasn't really in the story. I I, I didn't either. I saw, like, I saw, what? Them, I, saw yeah. I saw bits and pieces that they tried, like when they're when they watch um, what is it, the sunrise or the sunset or something like that for the first time. Um, I guess. I saw like they attempted. But it's and I love rom coms. I love rom com movies. I should state. Um, I don't. I, I don't know if I've really read a rom com 
novel. Oh, Aaron, like, I got Rex uh, for you. If you like a rom-com movie. Okay. You, I got him. Yeah, well, then, uh, then definitely. But <laughs> I'm surprised. This didn't feel that like you, it. I'm surprised that you guys didn't see the romance. I, I felt like it was so I obvious. I, I mean, I, I know not you. I'm saying these two. Um, okay. Excuse uh, me. It, I felt like it was so forced from the very get go. Yeah. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, I see all the clues and all the little hints that other characters are saying. Like, I know where this is going to go. I, uh, but I just didn't care really. Like I wanted to, and I think like I opened myself up more than I normally would because like this is what I'm getting. So let me let me try to enjoy the romance. It's part of it's inherently part of the book. And I was like, eh, whatever, it's fine. But it was definitely there. I yeah. I, I it oh, didn't ahead, feel obvious enough for me because we're mo- we're 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 reading. It's not. It's a. It's third person, but it's still from Francie's perspective, right? So yes, we don't get very much throughout the book about how she feels or what she thinks about Wade. So we don't know that she's developing attraction to him. I can see the sunset thing a little bit, but like it, it for me didn't feel like it was far enough to be a romantic scene. It felt like Stockholm syndrome. They were forced proximity or that. Yes. There, but I think the other thing is yeah. when you're in a rom-com and you um, and you have the two love interests, one thing that kind of gets you to buy in on it is you actually like those characters. Didn't care for those two. I didn't like them. From the, from the jump, she could have hit him with the car in the beginning and it would have been fine. Like, and it was like, well, we just hit somebody, but I got an alien in the car and we're still going to wherever we're going. I didn't, but as soon as his character, and I'm talking about Wade for those that are listening, um, as soon as Wade was introduced and his reaction to everything, I was like, that's an industry plant right there. He knows what's going on. Like he's, he's too calm. No one on this planet would ever be that calm Mm -hmm. with, with tentacruel or whatever Pokemon in the front seat live and direct. Like, so so whenever so I, so that's that was a spoiler for me because I was like I instantly was clocked it like yeah and, uh, this dude isn't on the up and up I yeah. you know just happened to be in this spot at the right time I so, like had a feeling very early on it was that FBI guy oh for sure yeah exactly everything everything was too so that's too easy one then once we start picking up more travelers along the way. I feel like Francie became kind of a, a background character at points in what I was assume is her own story, because this oh, again, this was very dialogue heavy yeah. um, at times. And to me, that's kind of a, a, a trademark for um, unless no, no, I, no, I, for me, it's it's a it's a bad sign for a book because like I need when I when I was going through learning writing and stuff like that, kind of a good signature of a uh, good flowing book is you have action, description, dialogue, and like in, um, internal like monologue or inter like thoughts and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. This one felt like we're going dialogue for a long time, a little bit of action, then right back to dialogue. And when we start picking up uh, to go back, when we start picking up more 
of the cast of characters on the way, it was just dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. And I was like, I, okay, Lyle gets in the car. He wants to spew everything about UFOs. And like, yeah. for no reason. At, I'm, at one point I was like, you could tell him to stop. Like, you could just say, hey, I, I don't, this doesn't pertain to anything that we're doing right now. Um, as well as, um, what's his name? Let me go to my notes real quick. Joseph. Joseph. For the love of God, if you reference one more Western, <laughs> you know, anything that we're saying, I am going to kick you out of your own RV. Because that's what it is. I don't care how rich you are. <laughs> you have an RV. All right. So that was every time. And it, and it was I, I was listening to the audiobook, And I don't know if you guys listen to audiobooks uh, at a higher speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I did. Mm-hmm. But I had, I had, there was no way I can listen to it at normal speed on this. Mm-mm. There, there was no way because like it was just that monotonous. It was like, oh well, I, I recorded too, like a little bit because I wanted to share with Emma my boredness on this. I was like, there's so many pop culture references in this one sentence, and I'm normally not against that. Like I don't really care for you know if there's, but this had so many. Like, I feel like I watched all the Westerns, like, and I, and I don't like Westerns that much. So yeah, I'm with that, you on that. That was, that was rough for, and Joseph was probably my least favorite character really? simply because of all of the Western references out of his mouth. I, it, yeah, it was, the old lady, the gambler was my favorite character, I would think. Yeah. Uh, That's not saying much. <laughs> Uh, I hated Lyle. Lyle, the alien dude. That's he was my least favorite by far. He was annoying oh, as shit. Like, get him. Like, I don't like. What did he provide other than annoyance? Um, and what he like just- alien, like alien knowledge? Like, mm-hmm. we already have Wade who knows all this because Lyle will say something. Wade responds like, "That's from this movie." So you already have two people who know everything about aliens. Get rid of one. You're just, it's just extra fat. Cut it. But also, like going back to the romance and, the, and how it relates to the cast of characters, I would have bought into Francie and Wade and their relationship if we didn't have the other characters. If we only follow, followed them throughout the entire book, yeah, they would have to yeah. interact. They'd have to have more conversation. There would be more um, just you know f- intimacy. I don't mean like sexual, but just like two people being together. Yeah, um, you start introducing all these other characters. Now that's all spread out. And I'm focusing on all the relationships, not just theirs. So Connie did herself a disservice by introducing all these other characters that we didn't really need. Uh, yeah, but Lyle for sure was my least favorite. Um, I, I liked him in the beginning because I thought it was, I just thought it was funny. Uh, but similar to what Aaron was saying too, like it was just a lot. And it was just it was constant so i think that at a certain point we she should have just found a way for him to stop talking for sure yeah i i mean i think it's just the fact that they were so one dimensional like that's really all right he, that's all he did that's like they all were just kind of known for their little shtick and i i think that's kind of lazy there wasn't a lot of like character development as a whole Right. Now that you say that, yeah. it, I didn't even write that down. Yeah, there was no care, 
character development. No. I feel like everybody was, you know, the same. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I guess maybe her intention was like, I just want a little fun adventure from point A to B. No. But we went all over the place. Like, it, it, it wasn't just a point A to B situation. It was... And you're dealing with an alien that you're learning how to communicate with. Like, you think there'd be a little bit more growth, but really only saw it in, like, Francie and Wade, not really anybody else. And to your point earlier, uh, Bella, mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with... I did not care for the lack of uh, misunderstanding or whatever between... Francie and Indy the whole time. Like the, I don't know how to communicate with this, this being like it's throughout the whole book. And it's just like, at some point, I don't know, write it down on a piece of paper or something like, because it just took yeah. too long for them to kind of get there. Um, he like the Indy reef configured the car at the beginning to not run yeah. on gas, but couldn't figure out how to communicate effectively with the human. Oh, Yes. Yes. <laughs> that to me was like, exactly. Hold huh. on. I got to find my exact words because I said that exact thing. <laughs> Did you really? I said, you have intergalactic travel. You can transform a car to run on without gas, but you don't know what basic words are. Are you serious? Get out of here. You couldn't. You couldn't. I can't even. Now I don't even know where my note is on all this. <laughs> I said that exact same thing. I was screaming it. Yeah, like I, I feel like, like there was is... a lot of like suspend your disbelief. Like Francie and Wade can go however many days without food and water in the desert. Like I kept forgetting they were in the desert at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like it's hot as fuck. It's cold at night. Like she's in a dress. I don't know. I can't remember what Wade is wearing, but I just I there was a lot of suspending disbelief that I just couldn't get beyond. Like oh, that's what it was. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I found it. I was like, the alien has intergalactic travel, powers uh, to make cars not run on gas, immunity to lightning, yeah. <laughs> and cannot tell a human is wearing clothes, like freaks out when somebody comes in with a different pair of clothes. Like that made no sense to me. And she had to explain like, this isn't my skin. And I was like, yeah, it's it's clothing. You've seen people. Like, what are you talking about? What? I, how is this? Uh, and these were supposed to be the smart ones, these aliens, because they came down and researched weather and stuff like that to help save their planet. No, their planet's doomed. Their planet is doomed because <laughs> this is who you these, said your planet this is, is doomed. Yeah, this is this can't be it. So, <laughs> if I'm supposed to suspend, no, I, I refuse to. You have some of these things you have to make sense. Um, some of these things. I, I will agree overall that the, the logic was convenient at, at any given moment. Like there was not a consistent logic for what the alien could and couldn't do and how advanced they were and what, you know, yes, like don't understand clothing, but can convert a car. I, I felt like Indy was a little bit of like a Mary Sue, you know, if I could use that term, like he can create these bubbles to protect them from stuff. He, he can, he, he can commute. He can write, let, like he can write on his tentacles. He can stretch as long as he needs to. He can fit into any little size he needs to. He's telepathic. We find out 
and that is where it lost me because the the issue of him not being able to communicate throughout the book was never an issue for me. Uh, that's I feel like part of the course for a lot of alien stories of like learning to communicate. And I felt the attempts were there and they just weren't hitting. And that's fine. I was I could suspend my disbelief enough to like go on board with them learning how to communicate until the very end when we find out he's been telepathic the entire time. And then it's like, well, then you could have avoided all of this. And the one little throwaway line of like, oh, well, we don't do that. That's that's that's, you know, that's taboo. You know what? If I'm telepathic, sure, I don't want to read people's thoughts. That's that's intrusive. If I land in a brand new planet and I'm trying to communicate and it's not working, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to peek a little bit. I'm, I'm going to help us out just a smidge. That, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought they said that was illegal to read minds. Yeah, it was illegal, but that's the same. But like. No, no, but I'm saying no, to your point, it's illegal to read minds, but you've already broken a law by coming down no, here exactly, anyway. Exactly. According so like, to them and done all this research and stuff on the weathered patterns. So if we're already criminals, what's the what's the extra charges? Like let's let's go ahead and let's go the full Monty. Let's read their well, brains, gonna, hold your tentacle up and write stuff. Like, well, it's hey, kind of like, who's going to know? How are they going to know? Nobody's going to know. Like, exactly. What, the hey. humans are going to go tell people? Okay, All right, Laura, but, you have some thoughts. But how do we know he would even would have even been able to communicate in a way that they understand? Because he did as soon as they start showing him literature. But no, telepathically, like when you think telepath, you can talk to each other with their mind. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, no, the he language doesn't would be know English. Sure. He doesn't know how to speak English. That's that's I get you. The the language would definitely be different. Um, but they got from point A to point B when he started to look at like He started words. learning words, yeah. Started learning words. So I assume since he's been on the planet, he's seen signs everywhere because we have signs everywhere. Uh-huh. If he's reading their mind they're looking at things and he's hearing a language. He's like, okay, they clearly, you know, communicate that there has to be, it shouldn't have been that big of a leap for an extraterrestrial. I'm saying it shouldn't have been that. I have a question. Uh (laughs) Okay. Do we as a group think that telepathy works in a language? That's a good question. Hmm. Because I always assume that telepathy is not a language. Telepathy is an idea, is a thought. It's, it's, okay. You know, if you're looking at a thing, this is, this is what that representation in your mind is. And I can identify that. I may not know it. I may not know this is called a microphone in your mind, but I know this is what you talk into to record audio. Okay. I get that. You know, know if I, if I think of Twilight, it always oh, comes gosh. back to Twilight. Um, wow. I know, I know, it, but it's always relevant. Um, if you think about like Edward and Renesme, Edward can hear people's thoughts and they come through like words. But Renesme can give people like pictures. Her, that's how she's able to communicate as a child is to like touch, pe- touch people and show them what she wants. Like she shows them food or she shows them like a person like I want to be in my grandmother's arms now like bye mom she shows a picture of her grandma by like touching somebody so I'm just like if that if telepathy can work with images then why like why could that have been 
the way that it worked for the book. Do you know why know. though, Bella? You know why it, it didn't work like that in both your ways, uh, Rico and Bella, why it didn't work that way? Because the author didn't do anything like that. She refused yeah. to expand on ideas that she put in there. So it, you're just left with, well, I guess I got to take what you said. It's illegal. That's why they didn't go into his, their mind. Like, no, and, and to her credit, it's probably not that important for what she was trying to get at. You know, she wanted to make something fun and lighthearted and stuff like that. Well, it's sci-fi and sci-fi, I don't know. I feel like this probably would have been better if it was a Hallmark movie. Um, for sure. And and a short story, like maybe five pages, um, not 400 <laughs> Like, it didn't need to be that long. I didn't need that many references. Each chapter starts off with a pop culture reference, like a, a movie, a sci-fi movie, yeah. correct? A yeah. quote from a movie. Yeah. I didn't need that. What did that have to do with anything? Like, that wasn't fun for me. I didn't. It didn't bad. make me feel more sci-fi or anything like that. It was just extra fluff. Like, I didn't need that. She, that time she spent on finding those quotes should have been spent on expanding these characters and making Damn. them okay. more likable. Okay. That's um, what it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, I don't disagree with that last statement you just said. She could have spent the time on, on writing the book. Um, but I will disagree with like the, the movie quotes in there and it just being fluff. That, that for me is what I mentioned earlier. Like this to me was kind of a love letter to yeah. our our relationship with movies and how we enjoy movies. Like Lyle loves alien movies, right? He's going to tell you things. He has the encyclopedic knowledge of what was in what movie. It's all wrong, but he has that connection to movies. Joseph has that connection to Western movies. That's what he loves. And, and it's each chapter starts with a movie quote or two or whatever. It's like that was what was surprising for me. That I didn't realize this book was going to be so heavily dependent on like our relationship with movies and how we consume them and how they mean different things to different people, right? And the and, and the type of movie you consume says a lot about you, um, and it dictates who you are as a person. And again, I am probably making this way bigger than it needs to be, but like. That that was genuinely surprising for me and like one kind of positive takeaway I had of like, okay, I can relate to that. As someone who likes watching movies, as someone who's recently been watching a lot of really bad movies on purpose. Um, <laughs> oh, I was like, what? I thought you chose that. Okay, that makes sense. No, no, no. Like, I could appreciate the author trying to say something. Was it easy to decipher? Could the author have said more with it? Could a better author perhaps said a got that messaging across more concisely and in a better way for sure i'm not denying that but i think it's still in there if you're if you're willing to like take that away from it i don't think connie's that deep i don't think connie i think connie's very surface level wow. i think uh this is not a direct attack at connie even though it sounds like it um <laughs> You know, it might be. I don't know. Come at me, Connie. Whatever. <laughs> like, whatever. You know, um, I, I think she. I think this was a. And I have nothing to back this up. This is just me talking this out of you know out of the side of my my face here. 
but I think this was a a let me like what do I like? I like westerns. What else do I like? I like sci-fi. Let me make a story that's kind of all of the above. All of the above and thoughtless. But also none like, of you don't the have above to, at the like, same yeah, time. Yeah, you know, like you don't have to think about it too much. You just gotta, you know, maybe have fun with it. Like this would be a story that she would tell like the grandkids and they would be excited. Like, where did, where are we going next in the RV? Oh, they're going to get married and stuff like like it came out of it it just kind of like a string of thoughts, it seemed like. Like there was no prep or planning to this. It was just I'm going to sit down and start typing and we'll see where it goes. Uh, I've got a bunch of DVDs next to me. I'm going to look over to the left sometime and I'm going to write down maybe a little reference to the one I see. Um, and that's, that's how it's going to go. But I, I, I couldn't, I just could not get past all of the, everything leads back to a, a movie reference. Like every situation we're in, like if they had went and robbed a bank, I would have got a heist movie reference or something like that. Like, I, because uh, I feel like people don't talk that way. <laughs> like, everything doesn't relate back to, you know, all the movies you watched consecutively in each sentence that you say. And if I ever spoke to somebody like that, I would have to tell them to stop, please. Like, you, you're going to have to, Joseph, you're going to have to stop with all the references. I'm sorry. Like every sentence, every sentence you have is a reference back to one of your movies and DVDs. I didn't have fun with that. I can see, though, Jason, where somebody that is because the way you just explained it, saying this is a love letter to those people that do like those films and stuff like that. I can see where those people would have fun with this. So, like, for sure, I, I thought it was a love letter to the conspiracy theorists. That's what Lyle was, you know, <laughs> there for. Like, because he went over everyone. If you listen to, if you took every other character out of this and you just listen to Lyle, he goes off on almost every single conspiracy theory and, you know, right or wrong or whatever. He he hits like all the beats. So I was like, okay, you're in it for, for you want, you want to hear. And I like a good conspiracy theory, but it's just, I don't like it rattled off, you know, in a book so much. Dang. So yeah, no, didn't didn't uh I don't I don't want to be, you know, Captain Hate. There was some good in this. Um the concept of a like intergalactic union of aliens that are all, you know, uh that all govern a bunch of different, you know, uh races and species and they have yeah. rules for everything. I really enjoyed that part, but it came 12 hours into the book. So like it was like a little too late for me. But like when that part, by that time, things were happening. And then it even still got slow because when she was in the interrogation room, she yeah. was having a communication problem with, with the, the new aliens where every three seconds they were like, explain that, explain that. I don't need exposition book. I don't like, you didn't, I, I didn't need any of that. I didn't need her to explain honor to the aliens and then let me hear it all out or these other concepts like that. That was just, that was irritating to me because I thought we were getting somewhere and then you went right back to the old, you know, communication problems trope. Yeah. So I was like, well, we're back in this boat again. That's good. Cool. I really felt that with the interrogation scene. I was 
I was getting pretty bored at that point and wondering what was the point of this. I was like, just start intergalactic war. Let's let's just do it. Let's let's do it now. Like, just let make something happen. So yeah, anything. like something needs to happen. Yeah, because again, like I said, whenever to the the good, I feel like the good mark of a a, a good book is you got to have those things. Like they have to flow well. You have to have some action. You have some some descriptions of things that are around some dialogue. But like it was so dialogue heavy and nothing was happening. It was just like, well, I I, I can't sit and listen to these guys all the time. Like it's yeah. not it's not working for me. And that's generally why I hate like a road trip movie or book. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of talking and a lot of like getting to kind of getting to know one another, but nothing's really happening in the book. What did you guys think of the the aliens in general? Because they were all they, they were described as like all plants like evolved plants. Um, I, 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 I thought that was fine. I mean, there's multiple ways you can go with, um, aliens. Um, you, you could have, they could have made them like, um, like Star Trek is predominantly humanoid type of aliens, you know, throughout their whole thing. Or you can go with these, like this kind of, they look nothing like humans. Um, I feel like, like to me, it just kind of seemed like it was just an abstract idea. Like there was nothing to latch on. There was no face that I could think of. Like it was just squiggles. And yeah. I just think like squiggly doodles on a paper, even though it was described as vines and stuff like that, but it was just like, okay, but what is what is what is that? Mm. I would have liked to see the other aliens, but all we got was Aloe is the one. <laughs> that's, that's what we got. I, I thought it was a missed opportunity to showcase a wider range of aliens. Like if this is some sort of oh, yeah. galactic council or whatever thing, like it has a bunch of different aliens in it, then like show us a wide variety, right? Give me like two buddy cop aliens and one is vines and one is like a fucking slug or something. And like, all right, they don't match yeah. at all, but they're like partners, you know? Like it was a missed opportunity to just be a little more creative um so yeah to like aaron's point i didn't really spend time imagining what they look like because the way he said it actually is perfect there was just kind of squiggles in my mind there were just some generic form in my mind of like okay this is the, this is the alien insert alien image here yeah bella what did you think about the alien i mean you guys said it i d- i don't have anything to add <laughs> i feel like a lot of Like, I still can't even really, yeah, I just can't really picture them. The descriptions were hard for me. I don't know. I think generally it was hard for me to, like, really pay attention to this book. So, like, I couldn't even describe Francie to you. Like, I don't know if Francie was ever described. I don't think she really Uh, was. (laughs) Gravy. Was she not? Now that I think about it. Because I normally highlight when there's descriptions of what people look like. And uh-huh. I don't have one for Francie. Oh my god! We only get descriptions of her clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the dress and um, yeah, like when she changes and all that. Yeah. So I, I let it slide only because I I can imagine, like I put my own imagination into characters anyway. Yeah. So right. When yeah. I 
So I'm, I, you know, I'm just going to think about what I think about. Right. So I just let it slide. But now that you bring it up, that's even more irritating now <laughs> that, that I know that there that's, was no description. That's my job is just to irritate I don't know. Y'all. Well, some authors don't, like specifically don't describe the yeah. main character because they want you to picture yourself in that role. That's bad. Um, it depends. Well, I think it depends I mean, on the story. No, no, not, 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 not for, not in general. I'm not saying that's bad. I mean for this story specifically. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, because <laughs> I've, I've read other books where 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 you've said the same thing, and they, you know, they kind of light on the description of the main character, and that's fine. But for this one, this this yeah. specific, I was like, well, yeah. like, did they describe Wade? Yes. Like physically. He was wearing jeans and a blue denim shirt and had a khaki duffel bag. Uh, mm. He was not much older than her. He had a oh, thatch of straw-colored hair and a Oh, okay, I did remember nose. that. Okay, I thought maybe I imagined that, like put it in my head. Because mm. I was like, I can't remember Francie being described. And I was like, so did I imagine Wade? Or is that what he really looked, or was that described to me? Okay. Okay. Well, that's a little bit more forgiven, but still. Lyles was a little less descriptive. It just said he was short with a crew cut, wearing a black t-shirt and cargo shorts. Mm -hmm. That's not what I imagined at all for Lyle. (laughs) He was a comic book guy from Simpsons. Worst reading ever. I could see that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Google that if you don't know who that is, Bella. that's That's who he was for me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, I think we maybe talked talked this one out enough. (laughs) My last question. Do you believe in aliens? Uh, I would say yeah, and I've had this question asked to me before. I would say yes, only in the fact that uh, the, the universe is so gigantic. I don't know to what level of intelligence but like if there's other i definitely believe there's a like fauna uh out there like somewhere um yeah that's that's an easy one for me the universe is too gigantic for there not to be at least one other group of something out there so yeah i'll say yes simple yes yes jason i saw you stroking your chin yeah i go back and forth like Aaron saying, in some form, I think aliens exist. Bacteria, microorganisms, some sort of plant life. Yes, I think there is some sort of life out there because the universe is just too large for there not to be something. If you're asking about intelligent life, that's where I struggle more. Um, I don't think aliens, in the sense that they're coming here and abducting us and doing crop circles, exist. If they exist, maybe they're just kind of like us and in their own corner of the universe. Um, but in general, I kind of subscribe to the idea that life here on earth is kind of an accident. Like so many things had to happen and mutate and line up for it to happen. Um, that I like the idea that we are unique in the universe because it's just such a, like such a small chance it could happen again. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I do, I do not know. Okay. Bella. Um, similar to, to those guys is that I think it would be stupid 
to say that they don't exist at all. I don't know what they look like um, or how advanced they are, but I think something is out there. I don't think it's what we think it is necessarily like the crop, like Rico said, like crop circles or like alien invasions that want to destroy us like Lyle. Um, yeah. I just think there might be something else out there, even if it is just, you know, microorganisms. So I think, I think we're all on the same page there. Yeah. Yeah, they're just there's an intergalactic union of uh, <laughs> aliens out there that say do not come to you know Earth and mess with us because uh, it's against the law. So yeah, we're all on the same page. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if if this podcast goes out into the universe and you're an alien listening to it, um, <laughs> drop a comment on yeah, Instagram. Let's, let us know where where you're from, what what you look like, what you thought of the book. Like we agree, Connie Willis is a so-so writer. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, this book is currently rated three point seven seven on Goodreads out of baffling a little over baffling. four thousand ratings. <laughs> so, what uh, what would you guys rate it? Anybody else want to go first or should I? I'll go first. I'll go first. No, I I can go. Um, If I'm being nice to all the people who did enjoy it, like Laura, like a three. If I'm talking about. This is your rating. For for me? Yes. Ooh, like a two? I did not. I would not read this again. And if there's a sequel, I don't want to read it. Okay. A two. I wish I could take, get my time back. Okay. Aaron. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm here. Um, I won't be nice. Uh, if I if it wasn't for the podcast, and I've said this before, I, I would have, um, I wouldn't have finished this book. Um, I think as, as soon as Lyle hit the scene, I probably would have closed it and uh, shelved it. Um, I gave it a one and a half, and the half is only because of the intergalactic union of aliens. Just that concept being mentioned gave it a half star. Okay, but it was okay. probably better than ninety percent of the rest of the plot. Um, and they were only mentioned once, in like the the second to last chapter or something like yeah. that. Like, so yeah, yeah no, I, it's it's a it's a it's a bad book, and I've and I've read. Um, bad books before but this one takes the cake it, it's yeah no it's it's tied with um with uh other bad books that i've read that are one stars i won't say the names because it's pretty vulgar uh but it's 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 definitely it's definitely a one star yes okay all right what about you jason i'm um, giving it three stars it was fine it wasn't anything amazing revolutionary i didn't hate it nearly as much as uh, Aaron or Bella, um, the things that were frustrating were not so frustrating that I hated the book. Um, I thought the book was repetitive, but like I said earlier on, overall, I felt like it was just easy to get through. Like there's just, there was like nothing of substance to like hold me up. I just was going through it. So I don't know. I think it's fine. <laughs> Laura? It's fine. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, I would also give it a three. Um, again, I I enjoyed it overall. You're right in that it was it was easy to get through for me. Um, listening to the audiobook, I was able to just listen as I was doing things. So I think I, I finished it a lot faster than I expected because of that. So I I mean I feel like if if people are looking for a more lighthearted kind of sci-fi, you know, this might still be for them. If you're if you're very specific like Aaron and Bella, then maybe not <laughs> look at this book. But I don't know. I I I thought it was I, I I recommend it personally. Really, you I would do. you would look somebody, you would look a friend <laughs> in, the, in the face and say, "Hey, you should read this." I would just punch me then. If if Nora, I read if I read this on my own, uh, I honestly would have told Jason to read it. <laughs> really. I, wow. yeah, I, wow. I, I would recommend this. Do book. you hate Rico? Somebody, I know. I'm rethinking our friendship. I, I don't think I'd recommend this to you. I, I um, wow. Okay. I have, wow. To, I have to do some heavy thinking tonight. I, but here's the thing like, you both like Skyward. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing some, some movies are only exist to be, oh, sorry, not movies. Some, well, movies too. Some, some form of entertainment only exists to be the hallmark of that entertainment style, right? Hallmark movies only exist to be Hallmark Christmas movies. They're not trying to be Oppenheimer. They're not trying to be Saltburn or anything else, right? It's just, I want a story I can just sit through and leave and move on to the next. It entertained me for those two and a half hours as a, as a movie. This book entertained me for 14 hours as a book. Um, it is, there's it nothing in here. All the time? Yeah, I mean, entertainment uh, isn't always good. Overall. Entertainment it just entertainment is just I'm being entertained. My mind is being entertained. I'm being told things. My mind I is focusing on at that. One point. Well, you need to take more naps. Yo yo, though, like and that's fine. For Fourteen hours, and that's a form of entertainment. I mean, I I, I listened. I sped up, so I got through it quicker than that. Um, this book didn't require anything mental. Well, I don't know. Yes. I it, it didn't it, require. It, it, emotional i just i just listened okay, so, to it okay. and went through it and was done i'm like cool that was a book i could put on goodreads and move on to the next so this book this book you from what you're saying and i've had these discussions before with uh with friends before is you can just kind of get into it turn your brain off you don't have to think too much you just enjoy the ride along the way right that's yes. that's kind of how you're saying yeah Correct. okay so i before this book would have agreed with you. Like there are some books you can just turn your brain off and you can just enjoy. But then I found this book and I was like, there is no possible way that I could turn my brain off enough. You know, I would probably be catatonic if I turned my brain That's off to fair. the degree That's so that I needed to, <laughs> to, to get to this one. Dang. So, and it makes me rethink. It, it makes me rethink my thoughts of yeah. You can turn your brain off to some of these things, and that's that's a little upsetting because it puts the spotlight back on my previous decisions like that. Um, but there, yeah, I, I just I there was no way I kind of could. And it may be 
a personal thing. It most likely is a personal thing, personal thing. because of the book I read before. I, I literally just read um, Words of Radiance. You know, it's this gigantic epic. And then I went right into this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, like the, the imbalance of, it, it just has to be said, the imbalance of skill between the, okay, the okay. authors is just kind of too obvious for me to ignore. Is what I'll say. Okay. And I'm sorry if it came off as like really, really hateful. I didn't, I don't oh. intend for it. It's just the experience I had with it. Like if I went to a restaurant and I ate something that was bad, I'm going to let you know. It's it's not personal. You just didn't cook that well <laughs> this time. Like my bad, you know? Mm. So again, I just, I don't think I could turn off my brain enough for that. We all, we all have the books where we can't do that. I mean, we've read some books yeah. like that for After Dark. There, there are books where I can for sure just turn off my brain and get through it and be fine. This is one of those for me. But then I have read other books where I rated them a one because I could not do that. For whatever reason, personally, yeah. I just could not get through it in a way that was fine. This book just happens to be that for you. And that's totally okay. No, you're wrong. So up, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Connie Rose is going to put a hit out on me. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. Don't you dare show up in Denver, Colorado, because she yeah, will. Yeah, never, never, <laughs> never going to set foot in that town. That is her town. She will never let me set foot. <laughs> All right. Well, um, before we wrap things up completely, uh, let's quickly chat about what we are reading next. Let's start with Bella. What am I reading next? Let me, I'm actually looking at one of the books. So I'll start with that one. How about that? Um, other than the next Percy Jackson book, I also have on my TBR, A Long Time Dead by mm. Samara Brager, maybe. Um, it is a sapphic vampire romance. And it was one that I actually got, like, I found it on TikTok. Like, people were like, this is amazing. I thought you said you didn't trust TikTok anymore. Yeah, that means they're going to hate it. (laughs) Can I finish? Can I finish? And then (laughs) Z read it. Z, our other, another uh, guest host we had. And they really enjoyed it. Um, And this is actually their copy of the book. So they really liked it. And (laughs) I love, they tried to be like, oh, like, it's like a little bit spicy. And I was like. Z, how, like, what does that mean? You got to tell me. I'm like, how explicit are things? Because they were like, oh, like, maybe like two or three chilies. And I was like, first of all, I hate that. Second of all, what does that mean to you? Because, like, I'm like, I'm reading things that are like five chili peppers, um, according to Book Talk. <laughs> things that are like, you're getting dicked down and you're, you're it's everything. You're, you're reading everything. There's no fade to black. And they were like, okay, so then maybe one chili pepper. <laughs> so uh. we'll see, we'll see. But I was still like, I'm excited. I haven't read like a good vampire book in a while. So I'm excited. We're gonna see nice. we're gonna see how it goes. Um, and then the other one is just came out, is called Most Ardently, a Pride and Prejudice remix by Gabe Cole Navoa. Um, and this is an Achillean romance with a trans character, um, Oliver Bennett. So no Elizabeth Bennett here um, and Mr. Darcy. 
So I'm excited to see it's, it does center like their queer romance. And that is kind of part of the conflict that they have, but much like the original, I hope there's a happy ending, um, which I think there is. So I'm excited to read that. I've had the arc for a while. It just came out. So now I will read it. <laughs> Emma's been posting about it oh, a lot, telling people. Yeah, Emma it. was like, why did it make me cry? And I was like, oh, shit. So <laughs> that makes me want to read it more because I've also been looking for like a really good emotional book. Like I feel like I have I've read a lot of fun books, a lot of smut books, not a lot of like, wow, this really like touched my heart books. So hopefully that will be it for me. So nice. I'm excited starting it off with some good queer romance books for 2024. So. Cool. What about you, Laura? What are you reading? Oh, me? Uh, you know, what? I'm not really sure what I'm going to read next, but I'm considering doing a reread of Project Hail Mary because I recently, I have to read that. literally the last couple of days, both my dad and my brother uh, texted me saying that they started the audiobook and they both loved it. So now I'm like geeking out to them yeah. about it. So yeah. I might I might listen or read that again next. Amazing. <laughs> Aaron, what are you reading next? Uh I'm gonna jump back into the Skyward series, most likely. Um the novella uh Red Dawn, I think it's called. Or Redawn. That's what Redawn, it is. Redawn, yeah. Not Red Dawn. Yeah, yeah. It's Redawn. Uh, I think the other one is uh Ever Evershore. So yeah. I'm gonna get to those two. Um and then if I ever uh, get a moment um, to like just sit down and not, you know, be bothered by anything, because normally I'm, I'm listening to audiobooks while I'm at work, but I do have a physical copy of a book called Finding Malby, and it's uh, a very old book, so there's no audiobook for it, because I've looked, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but it's... It's the inspiration for one of my favorite books called, uh, I mean, favorite movies called um, um, The Mighty Quinn, starring Denzel Washington. It's an old, like, 1989, I think, uh, movie or something like that. But um, it's one of, the, one of the first stories that I can think of as a child that I really wanted to read, but never, I felt um, I wasn't intelligent enough mind you this is like second grade Aaron. this oh. is a thick novel yeah yeah this is a thick novel you're like i and, was and I stupid yeah yeah like i didn't know anything like how do i get this book or you know i just remember my mother and my sister talking about the novel whenever we were watching the movie and i was like i i never read the book i wouldn't talk about this this stuff like how we talked about like you know today i always wanted i like mm -hmm. discussing you know stuff so so if I ever get to sit down, so I found it finally after, you know, years, decades, and I have the physical copy and I want to actually sit down and read the whole thing. And I have to remind myself that it's a very old book, so it is not modern. So there are some things that are probably very old and outdated in it. And I have to, you know, be like, hey, just remember, this is a product of its time. That's that's what it is. So, yeah. So that's what I'll be reading. Some Sanderson and some really old stuff. Nice. All right. Last but not least, Jason, what are you reading? Yeah. Well, first of all, I got to say, I love that you're reading that for second grade, Aaron. So I'm sure you're <laughs> very happy. Yes. 
Um, next up for me is The Chalice of the Gods by Rick Riordan, which I mentioned earlier is the, the new book that came out last year, and that is the, the next book in the Percy Jackson series and also a continuation of the Heroes of Olympus series. Ooh, I'll look that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I almost yeah. looked that up. Don't look it so up. Like, don't look it up. Yeah. No, that's, okay, no, yeah, so it's, okay. it's, yeah, so it's book six of the uh, Olympian series. Uh, so I'll be reading that next. And then once I finish that, um, I'm going to be good to finally start watching Percy Jackson on the Olympians on Disney+. Plus. I've been uh, just kind of holding off until I made my way you've through You've been all. waiting until you've read the whole series? Well, I don't need to because Here's Olympus isn't what's yeah. in the series. But also, it, they're being released weekly, and I don't really want to wait yeah. for that. That's like true. each episode. Well, so I've been kind of just waiting. That makes more sense than I needed to finish <laughs> I like finishing things, like reading things before I watch them, like even if it's like a refresher. So I would have read, even if I didn't go the Heroes of Olympus route, I would have read Chalice of the Gods first and then watch the series. Interesting. Um, uh, I'm waiting for God's Watch before I watch the series. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? It's it's coming. It is coming. Right after this, I have to go go work so (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh let's close up then um this was this was a fun episode even though we kind of picked things apart (laughs) hey you can find fun in that (laughs) i feel like it's been a while since we've had an episode where like there's a good divide yeah Mm -hmm. we kind of either are all on or all off this was definitely definitely yeah. yeah It's it's nice having having discussions where we don't always agree on things, you For know. Sure. It's civil conversation. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, um, thank you to everybody, uh, all of our listeners, for tuning in for this episode. Um, next episode is going to be after dark, and is my pick. We're going to be reading and discussing the book Good Deeds by Catherine Moon. It's a reverse harem romance novel starring a feisty heroine and five fritzing hot android heroes. I'm excited to read this. <laughs> that sounds like such a Laura book. It I'm excited is. to read it too. I'm so excited to read it too. <laughs> um, Aaron, thank you again for being on the show with us. I'm, I am sorry you didn't like it as much. Maybe next time we'll like oh, no, pick no, a book. No, 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 no. It's it's fine. Um, good or bad, I just like talking about the the book. So, like, yeah. you know, if it's it's if it's a bad book, it's a bad book. So, good books, good book. It's fine. Okay, okay. It's like talking about books. Yeah, I hope you have me back on after oh, I've sure. you know set the 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 Connie Willis fans after you oh, guys no. and you guys get bad emails from her her people. It's okay. <laughs> we'll blame it on you. <laughs> Oh yeah, forward them straight to me. I will answer every single one. Yeah, we'll give her we'll give her your home address and your cell phone. I will answer every single one of them. Send it straight to me. Again, we keep bringing up God's Watch, um, Aaron. Where where can people listen to this? Uh, it should be on everything. Spotify is um, my preferred listening uh, platform. Uh, they're not sponsored by us or anything. Like I just it's easy for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's everywhere: iTunes, Spotify. Uh, just look up uh, Bylo Watch, B Y L O Watch, and you can actually catch up on all the different shows that we've um, watched and talked about. So yeah, 
Nice. Again, I'm excited for it. All right. Well, again, thanks to uh, all the listeners for tuning in. Um, We would love to know what your thoughts are on The Road to Roswell and any other book from any other previous episodes. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, aka X, and also on TikTok. We are at Shit We've Read. Thanks, everybody. Klaatu, Narada, Nikto. Live long and prosper. I hate that. I cross the streams. <laughs> I cross- <laughs> it is a sci-fi episode. I'll let you. Yeah. I'll let you do it. Yeah. All right. Nanu nanu. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, bye. everyone. <laughs> Shit We've Read is hosted by Laura Benson, Jason Rico, and Bella Romero, with music by Joshua Chilton and editing by Jason Rico. To join the discussion on this and all other books we've read, find us at Shit We've Read on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. For more information about us or to request transcripts, please visit shitweavered.com. This podcast is part of the Bilo Network. Visit bilonetwork.com for more great geeky podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>